0: back.
1: Hello everyone! Welcome to episode 123 of Extreme PC UK Podcast. I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on all social media. And today on the show we have
2: Ants in Your Pants, also known as Ant.
3: And I am Hans, known as Megal from Hell.
1: Hello, hello, hello! And anyone notice There's somebody missing. But will we miss him? Ooh. Been... <laughs> Just put it this way: there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of room for Ant to talk today.
2: Finally,
1: he doesn't normally get in, um, but yeah, Grey isn't on the show today, sadly. Um, he's sprung a leak, so, um, one day he was just there in his bedroom, and bang, the wall caves in and water's spraying out. And so, he's busy doing stuff like that. So, he can't make it today, um, as he's uh in his arc, <laughs> so there's no Grey, um, but yeah, we're all good, we got a lot to talk about, a lot of stuff's been going on, um. And yeah, let's crack on with it, shall we, boys?
2: Yeah. It's yeah, good right. to
1: see everybody in so early. Uh, some new faces in here. It's good to see. It's good to see. So, right. Um, first, I want to get into a few little announcement parts um, about what we're getting up to this month. Because it's, the like I say every month, the community's going a little bit crazy. We've got com- like gaming days every day that people are coming together left, right and centre. Um, so, the first thing I want to talk about is the Warzone Tournament. Um, on the 27th of this month, it's a Saturday. Um, we're going to be having a Warzone tournament. It's trios. Everybody, doesn't matter how good or bad you are, everyone's welcome to come and play in our tournament. All you need to do is go to tournament.com with two O's. Uh, if you type it into Google, it will come up. Or you can just go to our website, extremepcuk.co.uk, uh, join our Discord and just mention tournament and uh, someone will point you in the right direction. Uh, we've already got, I think it's... Uh, How many teams did I say? We've got eight teams of three at the moment. So that's 24 players. Um, But we've still got two weeks to go yet. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot more teams than that. Um, But it's going to be fun. And next month from that, at the end of this month, whoever the winner of this tournament will be, which I haven't even told you guys this yet, whoever the winner is, they'll be getting featured in the magazine for the new esports section that will be going in there for next month. Um, I know Gray's doing a Division Two mini tournament as well, so that's all fun. Um, before I go into the next thing, I was wanting to talk about: Did anybody watch my stream? Um, I can't remember what day it was. I think it was Tuesday. So there we was. It was uh, Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Yeah. Yes. So there we was, um, and I was streaming Valheim. And then a good friend of mine, um, R2K, comes in. He's a university student teaching, um, like, management of esports and tournaments and stuff like that in Chichester University. So he comes in, he's like, look, basically, um, I'm setting up two classes. There's going to be 40 people playing in um, Warzone. How would you feel about joining us for the tournament? And I was like, look, I don't want to play because I'm crap. But what I will do is I'll put my son, who's 10, in the tournament with you. Um, So then what happens is Leo gets in with them. Um, we stop the stream, we restart the stream, we've all set up, um, and I'm on camera, because obviously he's not allowed to go on camera on Twitch, so I'm set up where I'm on the camera, just talking, and he's playing the game, anyway, we he gets into the first game, and he comes 23rd, out of like 40, 42 people, um, and he's basically like, man, something fishy going on here, so we get into the next game, and then Leo is creeping around, and he's looking around, he knows where everybody is, and he's like, there's seven, it's singles, like it's meant to be everybody on their own. He's like, there's seven people on that truck. There's like one driving and there's loads in the back. And what it was, they were all coming after him, teaming up. And so I, I text R2K and I'm like, look, dude, what's going on? I thought he was university and it's all meant to be like straight and that. And he's like, this is university students here. You you can't trust them. And I was like, all oh, right, you want to play dirty, do you? I said, we didn't play dirty, but now you started this. We're going to get dirty style. And uh yeah, I rang a few people in the Discord, and what happens is the Ultimate Extreme PC UK team turns up. We get Haggis, who if you know Haggis, he you know that he's he's shit hot, basically. Uh first person shooters, he's the man. He will take down all of us in one go. So you get Haggis, you've got my son Lion Twin, who's shit hot, and then you've got Wacky, and then you've got Waffles. All four of them jump into the game, and basically They just annihilate. They annihilate everyone in the university come first straight away. (laughs) Um, It was an amazing... I'm going to get the footage and I'm going to put it in the Discord and I'm going to put it on our YouTube channel. Um, I need to rip it from YouTube uh, from... um, uh, Twitch. uh, Twitch, yeah, tomorrow. And then I'm going to put it up. Uh, But it was well funny just watching because, like... This game was the most unfair game I've ever seen. You had 10 people on that roof. You had 10 people over there, five people in that truck. And it was obviously just all their mates just ganging up and just killing everybody and going, ah, sod it. Um, But then Leo went into it completely straight-laced and being like, oh yeah, I'm going to play properly on my own and came across these teams, which I thought was a bit dirty, but um, Extreme PC UK, yes. (laughs) You've done it for the team. I want to say thanks to the Discord because you guys came together quick, Wacky. I see you in the chat um like wacky turns up first of all haggis turns up he's like what's going on i was like look this is happening. Blah blah. probably like right get me in he jumps in <laughs> and then what i ring wacky he's like hold on i'm a bit busy at the moment but hold on i'll sort it out two minutes later he's like i'm ready bring me in next game starts it's like yes everybody's on the on the on the um video watching like come on come on do this boys do this boys and they came first in the first game victory yeah it was wicked um so i just wanted to talk about that quickly um, and if you think you've got it, and the hype of me talking about this story um, is getting you getting you going, then remember, we've got a tournament 27th. So uh, no dirty play in there, though. It's all fair play in there. It's trios, so you don't have to worry about teaming up. You've already got a team. Got um, don't
3: to, you there. don't have to worry about pros also, like us.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, um, I've noticed a few esports teams have actually joined... Um, in there so there might be some really good players three teams i don't even know who they are so um they're not even off our discord they're people that are coming in from tournaments website so they could be pros that just go through competitions one after another and try and win you know so we're just gonna have to see what happens but i'm looking well forward to it hopefully it goes as smoothly as the last tournament does um and basically if this one goes well the next one will be advertised in the magazine so there'll be a lot more people coming in and we'll actually have some prizes on the next one so this is just like we've done the first warm-up just to have a brief test then we're gonna like fine-tune it on this one and then the next one will be where it starts properly in the magazine where we go forward getting some sponsors and stuff like that um which will be pretty cool and I- i'm actually do you know what i'm not even just saying this i'm honestly starting to think that we get an extreme pc uk team together like a proper team where i'll find like tournaments and i submit our team into it and then we all watch don't think that'd be well cool like our own football team but esports
3: yeah we have a few very good players out there so yeah yeah yeah.
1: but could you imagine it like yeah everybody get on a saturday night they're going to be playing in rocket league we're in the first round and it's like people get on and play it'd be well good
3: yeah why not
1: Right, man. I was, I was speaking so fast there I didn't even have a breath. When you two came to talk, I noticed you just both fired over each other straight away because I <laughs> I was just not letting up. No,
3: yeah. I was, I was just taking Grace place for end. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was
1: just double talking for everyone. <laughs> well, but, okay, um... How is everybody say, If I've got loads of noise going on in my background. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you can hear, like... I think my kids are all fighting downstairs. But I was shouting at him afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Have you got anything you wanted to say from the start, you two, or should we get into the into the old podcast? No, get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Right. So, um, let's get into some news. I believe Ant, you've got some news to start with.
2: Uh yeah, I've got a little bit of news. Um first one, is there any Forza fans in here? There's um leaks of the new Forza Horizon five
1: map. Hints that it's gonna be set in Japan. Really? And um it looks beautiful from what I've seen. Man there was a game I used to play years ago and it was on the PlayStation Tokyo oh what was it called it was like one of the first games ever where you kick your car up and you literally just... I think it was Tokyo Highway does anyone remember Tokyo Highway
3: the name rings a bell but I literally it.
1: there was like um probably 30 different cars in game you start off with like a really crap old banger and you have to drive up behind cars on the motorway, flash them. And when you flash them, it starts a race. And then you have to get a certain distance away from them to win the race. And then if you everyone you beat, you would, you would unlock um, Tokyo Extreme Racer. That's it. Everyone that you would unlock, like an extra like, bit of an exhaust or a, a wheel or something like that. And as you go through, you'd get to like little mini bosses. And then when you flash them, you could win their car. And oh, man, man, I remember loving that game. I bet if I went back to it now, I bet it was world well blocky. The graphics would be world well crap. <laughs> yeah. But when you said that news, it just reminded me of that, so I had to cut in. But you can carry on now, Ant.
2: Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, so, <laughs> you're yeah. it daydreaming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've missed the last couple, so I, sometimes I sit there thinking that I'm actually listening to it and in my <laughs> own little world. Um, so uh, yeah, so that there's no release date for that yet because there's. Um, The track one coming out which uh forza motorsport yeah i don't really like that do you um i like all racing games so
1: oh man that's on um xbox game pass at the moment the uh forza seven i think yeah forza seven and i played it and the graphics are really nice but it's just again it's just going around a track around in circles let's get stressed out with it
3: but like i actually like tracks more than than open world in racing games really Mm. Yeah, but there's some legendary tracks out there, so it's just kind of nice to drive on them.
1: Man, Forza Horizon was good, and if they're bringing in the new one, it's Forza Horizon you're talking about, isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, will yeah. probably be later in the year, I reckon, by the time that comes out, or even...
1: Yeah, but now, I, I've really liked the last Forza Horizon. I had a lot, spent a lot of time in it, and I played it for a long time. It was a pretty good game, like, all the yeah. kitting-ups, all the engines and that. I really, really enjoyed playing it. Um, Someone's just asked, um, Ant, how how have you got to get your hair cut in lockdown?
2: uh The wife done it. she's done it. Really? Yeah,
1: yeah. Wow. You need to send her around to all of us though, to cut her <laughs> hair.
3: She can go outside, probably. Yeah.
2: Well, she she's shielding. She's pregnant, so she won't literally uh, won't leave. The man, house she needs
1: to me. be shielding from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a couple of comments on here. Yoda's put. Where is the old geezer? <laughs> swimming. Uh, Gray had a leak. Yeah, he did. Literally, have a leak. Gray, you can put I'll in the chat. Put an but...
3: Old man, league. An, an yeah, lab. yeah.
1: But what kind of leak did you have, Gray? It wasn't the eating type. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, that's your news. I see you got another bit of news as well about EA.
2: Yeah. So um, I read around lunchtime that the deal's actually gone through for EA to purchase Codemasters for 1.2 billion. I know that
1: was the...
3: 1.2 billion, man. That's a small change for EA.
2: Yeah. So it looks like EA now own all the Big racing sort of chain games. Um, yeah, Forza,
1: um, the drift, and um, what are the others? Uh, I don't like know. The Dirt rally. Dirt rally. You I know. Know. I, do you know what? Do you know like uh, all the rally games? I, I've never really mm. got back into them after like PlayStation and stuff. I don't know. I feel like they're just a uh, lost in time. I know lots yeah. of people use like the uh, the foot pedals and the steering wheel and all that sort of stuff, but I just don't think it's like. I don't know. I'm very different to everybody else. I'm very unique, aren't I? So. Yeah,
3: but the thing is, rally games—they're mostly all the same.
1: Um, like, I'd I think... say if it's in VR, that's different.
3: True. Yeah, that's true.
1: I play it in VR, but I don't think I play it on screen anymore. I just don't think it's got the pizzazz it used to have.
3: I do think in VR it could make you well sick if you got like one of the cheaper VR headsets on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always remember putting Lee Man City uh, when he was at the show. I always remember him. He's like, oh... I haven't seen any VR. They've got VR here. I said, yeah, they've got loads of VR headsets. As you're walking through, he sees a PlayStation one. Out of all the VRs, he sees the PlayStation first, oh, the God. first version. Um, <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to go on it. I said, I wouldn't go on that. He said, ah, "I'd be fine. He went on it. He felt sick all day. Yeah. He said he had motion sickness, like he'd been in a car for three hours just sitting there. Um, but yeah, um, your next bit of news, I'm uh, really interested to hear about.
2: So, well, yeah, you asked me to uh, bring this up. I won't actually go and chat about it on the podcast. But I've recently bought myself a 3D printer. Um, what made you get one? Of... It was cheap. And <laughs> I, thought... <laughs> I thought I could make some cool customized items for my PC. Um, I haven't really got massive ideas of what I want to do. I've got a new case coming, new fans. And I think once I get everything in there and I see what space I can work with, then hopefully the inspiration will start coming. Did you uh, um,
1: check out Tinkercad?
2: I have, yeah. That's where I have started making a lightsaber, um, which is pretty cool, which is here. It just needs gluing together. Oh, um, pretty
1: cool. Did you design that oh, yourself, yeah. or did you get that from pre-printed?
2: Uh, no, I got that off um, Tinkercad, and then I just downloaded the files to the printer. And yeah, yeah, because t-
1: have you actually used Tinkercad? For anyone out there that wants to get into uh, 3D design or 3D like building... Um, you can use a program that's completely free. It's called Tinkercad. Um, and yeah. basically what it does is, it's the most basic form of 3D design. Like, the graphics and everything yeah. on it is amazing. Like you get like your 3D bed, like platform where you build on. And then you basically, you use shapes to add and remove. So yeah. say I had a square, like a cube, and I wanted to make that hollow. I would just get another cube put it in the middle and then press delete and it'll delete the yeah. middle part of the cube. And yeah. it, it's so simple, but you can make such creative items from it. Do you know what? When we did our Omen build, I made a key ring, which was probably two inches square. And I made the Omen build exactly the same on this little 3d print. Right. Um, And it was basically, uh, and that's what, that's why I was asking you. Um, uh, I keep calling you Matt today. I don't know why I think you're Matt all of a sudden. <laughs> I hadn't even spoke to Matt for ages. i just keep calling you matt (laughs) that's my brain man it's tired um but yeah basically um i started asking jansen because we've got a 3d printer um but it it broke what happened is when we bought the new ink cartridge for it put it in it started saying um there's a fault with with reading the cartridge so we rang them up and they said you need to flash it but we couldn't flash it so basically we left it and we stopped using it now it's got to the point where it's pretty out of date um, so he Janssen was looking at getting a new one. So I was like, "Look, dude, when are you going to get that new printer?" And he's like, well, "Why didn't you buy it?" I was like, well, "I don't want a three D printer." And he's like, "Well, wh- what am I going to use it for?" And I'm like, "For little bits here and there." I said, "You're the one that's interested." He's like, "I ain't buying it." I said, "I might buy one later." Um, so when I heard that you got one, I was like, "Aha! I can switch yeah. to Ant now and get him to print me stuff." But yeah, it's <laughs> so on.
2: easy to print. Like this one, the the um, it comes in filament. It's like kilo spool and it yeah. just feeds into the machine. So it's so easy to just... Is it one color? Uh, so the spools are one color. Um, you can print in different colors. So basically you print one section and then you swap it out halfway through. for.
1: Yeah, so our one we had had two nozzles, so it printed two colors, but the quality of the print wasn't brilliant. It was almost like, you know, like um, uh, the pyramids that are like got yeah. square edging. It was like that. Um, and you needed to get a um chamber. Um, vapor chamber to round it off and polish it off but the thing is what i wanted to do which you might be able to help me out on is you know i play star citizen Mm -hmm. so basically you can get a model kit from star citizen from uh this company i can't remember the name and all the ships in the game they actually have them ships in like about eight inches long or and they're a model yeah made out of plastic print now, they're not 3D printed. They're actual proper, like, on the sheets. and you know, they come on right, square yeah. sheets. How much do you reckon it is for an 8-inch model? I, I wouldn't like to know. It's, it's 120 com- quid. And it's just yeah. so much. I was like, man, that's a joke. So then I started looking at 3D prints and stuff. And basically, I can, 3D, I can get the file for all of the little ships in 3D print. And what yeah. I would really like to do is get the 3D print files, get the 3D prints printed, and then paint them myself by hand and detail them and get a collection of all the little ships to put behind me on my shelf.
2: So I've got um, silver, like gray silver, that would probably work quite well for you to as a base or black. Um, It doesn't matter what color it is because I'm going to paint it. Um, But yeah, if you've got the file, just send it to me, and I'll do a test print and
1: then... Yeah, that would be wicked. Uh, One second. (laughs) <laughs> just shouting at the kids <laughs> because they, they're they pretty much I, I let them stay up late tonight and it was my mistake i let them stay up and now all they're doing is making noise downstairs because they've been up too late so tomorrow they're going to bed now early um
3: but <laughs> yeah
1: um but yeah basically uh i would definitely like to to send some files over to you or tell you the files i like um I'll, i can sort you out the cash for the print or whatever um or i can even buy you your own filament and then just print out with that um
2: i'm not worried about that it's just yeah just send me what you want and then i'll just be honest
1: with me when you first started printing how long did you sit and watch it
2: i still do now (laughs) because it's next to my kid's pc which i work on during the day because i don't have access to my pc yeah um because mrs uses the desk for work so when I'm working from home, I'm using the kids' PC, and it's right there, so I just sit there. It's quite good to keep an eye on it, because it literally can go wrong at any point. Yeah, yeah. Have you had it
1: yeah. where um it, it sort of goes out of sync, and the filament melts, and then it you come back to it? We had it, yeah. We left it for two hours. And then we came back, and I said, James, what's going on there? We looked in there. Imagine you was looking into because yeah. ours, was, ours was in a box. So you look oh, yeah. in the box, and it looks like, <laughs> the only way you can imagine it is like a sun in 3D, all just it's just everywhere and where the head's just moving all over the place like that it's just leaving a trail of plastic and the whole thing was just like a ball of mess it was all over the all over the filament everything nice and i said to i said to jance it's but what it was it was because um we didn't spray enough for the because you've got the glue spray you stick it to the bed with uh
2: mine doesn't need it it's it's been fine
1: oh really yeah Yeah, so you get a spray on our one you spray the bed and then it sticks to it but this didn't stick so it started firing it all around in the box which was well funny um but yeah I'll definitely definitely if you're right to do it if I send you a file cuz you could probably pack these little these little models into a little box and send them to me yeah and that'd be well I'll, I'll be well up for that building one of them um so yeah has anyone got any questions about 3d printing or want to talk about 3d printing
3: yeah I have a small question about this one because you mm-hmm. said you were talking about coloring and stuff and nick is going coloring and stuff is it possible to with some printers then to uh, print an entire let's say, action figure, uh, totally colored in.
2: Uh,
1: if you go um, to an expensive printers.
2: Yeah, yeah, where you can have
3: two well, or it is, different... it is possible if you want if one yeah. of the more expensive ones. Yeah, because yeah. what
1: is, the, the way it works is, on his one, he's got one, have you got one that you built yourself? Or is yeah. it pre-built?
2: I know, it comes as a kit that you put together.
1: Yeah, yeah, and basically what happens is his one's built like, so you've got a bed and you've got a framework and then it just goes backwards and forwards on the frame. Um, But you've got other versions now. Me and Jansen was looking at these new liquid. Have you seen the new liquid ones? Yeah, the resin ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's resin. It's a pool of liquid and it prints upside down. And what it does, it does like like little sparks that heat up the resin to turn into plastic, but it does it all underneath in the fluid so you don't see anything. And then what happens is as it starts building it, it builds it upside down and the lid starts coming up like this. And so it's, it's basically, it builds it from under the water and it just, it just grows out of the water and it looks really cool. Um, And you don't, and they're so detailed because it's, it's done under the water. Uh, Well, it's not even water. It's like some kind of fluid, but because it's done under there, it's all smooth. It looks really, really good, really high quality. Um, But if you go to like a really expensive um, printers, it will actually, all of the filament is one color, like it's white and then what it does is, you know how your printer would print? As it's 3D printing, it's it puts ink into the plastic as it's okay, yeah. setting. Uh, oh, and that's how they get uh, all different colored ones.
2: So Gray wants to know if I could print your house in Valheim. It is possible <laughs> yeah. someone could design it on a 3D model on the computer.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Just... Gray, we could print your head if you wanted. <laughs>
3: oh no don't give him any ideas we
1: should we should start selling i bet you if i started selling shrunken gray heads yeah i bet loads of people would buy them put who's in the chat would buy a shrunken grey's head his head being a little version
2: like a little bobblehead.
1: yeah everyone everyone would want one <laughs> i'd definitely want one so every time you Actually, get on my nerves yeah, i could too. just chuck you at the wall <laughs> all right let's move on um hans i think you've got something everybody's gonna want to talk about as usual
3: Yeah, as usual, so um, my dad needed a new graphics card, and you know, he's totally not a gamer. Who, your dad? Yeah, so he just has this random PC from stuck-together parts, so to speak, and so he needed a new graphics card, so I'm looking online, all the prices are really high, so I'm going to the shop, and I was looking, my daughter, she has a GT710, the 2GB version, which I bought a year ago. Used for 20 euros. Couldn't find any online at the moment. That, So go to the shops. Look, do you still have those cards? Yeah, we got a few. 125 euros for one of those cards. Wow. <laughs> card. It's crazy. So it's it's insane what GPUs cost these days. I mean, literally, I, I told it earlier to end also. I mean, I bought my 3090 for 1999, right? Which is an insane price. That same card is now up to 2004.99.
1: That's crazy. In a matter but the thing of three is, if people months. are paying for it, then that's their problem. Like, like yeah, at is. the end yeah. of the day, we
3: are paying it, and we're actually giving Nvidia and AMD the sign for, hey, it's okay. People yeah. are paying this kind of money, so the next generation is mm. going to be just expensive.
1: <laughs> Man, it yeah. is crazy. I was, um, I've got my streaming PC. Uh, it's got a forty-nine ninety k. I think it is forty-seven seventy k. Forty-seven seventy k. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. It's got DDR3 RAM in it, and it's got, it's either a, I think it's a GTX 660. So it's a pretty old machine, but I just use it for streaming. Only uses 10%. That machine uh, is basically what my daughter, what was that? Did someone, idea. did Did you just have an explosion?
3: Good nights.
1: That sounded like he exploded. <laughs> Someone no idea what that was. Ring the alarm! Hands just exploded.
3: <laughs> was that me? I didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't know. I, I literally just sat here.
1: Oh, uh, well. I wonder what exploded then. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So basically, basically, what happened is I've got that PC. it's my daughter's PC, and she stopped using it, so I started streaming with it. But I did think about um, selling it at the time. But I was like, I won't sell it because it was not worth nothing. That same PC now, I'd get a good four or five hundred quid for it. Wow,
3: it's insane. I mean. <laughs> I sold I sold my 2080i for about 500 euros. I'm regretting it now. Sure, yeah, these are double. <laughs> what
1: well, what's the price of the 2080s going for at the moment? Then are they still like five six hundred
3: quid? Oh, they're up to seven hundred and even eight hundred if you check online. Wow, I sold mine
2: for four fifty. I think it was for yeah about four
3: fifty. I'm not I'm not sure really? that in the UK it's just as bad. Mm. Maybe I have no idea about the the GPU price over there, but over here it's bad. It's it's really really um, bad. Well,
1: put it this way: over the last month, I've had like four people um come to me well i've had probably more than i've probably had about eight people i've had four people that have come to me with normal builds uh where they just wanted air cord builds and basically i've had to turn them away because i'm like look i can't allow you to spend the kind of money to get the pay the pc you're gonna get for it so the the first four they all had budgets of under a thousand pound and a thousand pound was the maximum and when i looked at the components they could get for a thousand pounds yeah it wasn't worth it. I felt like I was mugging them off. Because I was like, you're going to pay me a £1,000. Um, I'm going to take my profit out of that. So you're going to get even less in your build. And what you're going to be getting for that price is just so not worth it. You know? I said, I've said, i said to all four of them, I was like, look, to be honest, you might as well just wait. Even if you have to buy like a crappy laptop to work on or something, just buy that and wait. Wait until the processors and the GPU start being made and sold again. Um, and basically then come back to me because otherwise you're going to play double the price you know you're going to yeah, get a 400 ag- pound computer for a grand
3: yeah i agree it's even this better than videos bringing back the 1050 ti now yeah it's it's
1: insane but do you think that's just are they bringing it back as a new card or are they just get bringing old stock out
3: probably old stock I, i'm guessing i i wouldn't see any profit in uh, in them doing uh, a new build so yeah it's gotta but be you- old stock and-
1: with the other um, four people that came to me, they wanted high end. They've got like um, it's budgetless, so whatever I can build them, as crazy it can be. Because when you get to the really high end of PC building, you get people that come to you and they're like, "Look, money's not an object. Um, I just want a crazy PC, and I want it to be like one of uh, your PCs that you've got in your stand or in your in your uh, website." And then people, I've had to say the same thing too, because I'm like. i can't get any graphics cards or cpus for your end so again you're better off waiting um or buying a second hand pc but you're gonna pay double the bubble for what what you're getting
3: Uh, nick here's a question for you how long do you think this is gonna last
1: (laughs) i don't know i really don't know um because my i don't know what the real reason is i'm assuming the real reason is because when covid hit all the factories over um asia or whatever I believe all of them would have stopped working, um, which made a shortage um, and a backlog of CPUs and GPUs. And do you remember when NVIDIA made messed up and they brought it out and everyone's like, we can't get hold of one. And then everyone was like, we're all going AMD because they have they said they're going to have stock. And I was like, "Yeah, they ain't going to have stock either. <laughs> and even Janssen was like, look, they use different chips, so uh, it's not going to be an issue. But the thing is, it, it's something that's in them cards. It, there's a certain part of it which no one can get. Did you see um, that Ford? Ford have actually stockpiled all their cars now because they can't get CPUs for their um, for their CPUs in the car.
2: Was well, I've heard that they've actually postponed the PC chip make, making to focus on the cars. So there's going to be even further backlog now because yeah. they're focusing on making them for the cars rather than for PCs and gamers.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's probably because the the if you had a car, say you got a car that's fifty grand you know the cpu in that's going to be much more expensive it's going to be a minimum of a grand and if you're selling it from a factory it's probably going to be two grand when we're only paying like between 200 and 600 pound for a cpu so they're going to go where the money's at you know what i mean um and to be fair if they're starting to stockpile cars now because they're not finished you know how many other places are having issues with this
3: yeah this this is gonna take a while to um to solve itself i think I mean, this is gonna go well into 2021, maybe until the end of the year, even if it keeps up like this.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, another bit of news I got. Um, did you see that somebody? I can't remember who it was. Put it in. Did someone put in that? Uh, is it Intel? Are now making uh crypto mining chips?
3: Do they? Oh, I didn't know that.
1: I think I it's it's that. in the Discord. I I read it earlier on, but I can't remember where it was or what it was. But I just thought, like, it just made me spark to me that that that's what they're doing. But I'm wondering if you can get one of them, like how good is it as as using it as a cpu if you, you obviously can use one for the other and one for the other so
3: didn't amd do that in the last generation like crypto mining cards which you couldn't yeah. use no as no a, this uh, isn't a
1: card this card. is a cpu just for it
3: That's even more weird it's a processor
1: <laughs> um just for crypto mining because uh crypto mining's all coming back again now isn't it it's all getting yeah. bigger again um i actually know someone that started up one that's not even been registered as a proper cryptocurrency yet and it's basically, you can have your phone running it all the time, clocking up the points. Um, and then when you've got the phone to the, the like maximum points that you can get over that time, when enough people get on board, it will turn to currency. And that's when you start making some money. Um, but I did look into doing it myself. but Because one thing that me and Jansen made the mistake of is, uh, about five years ago, m- maybe before that, when a Bitcoin was worth £30, yeah, each coin, we could have mined them then for 30 pound a coin um, and got one coin every two weeks or every one week it was and basically at that point in time we'd done our calculations and it turned out each coin you would get you would pay the same amount of money and electricity for it so we were like oh we're not going to make any profit but we mm. was being a bit dumb because we didn't think about the uh, the inflation of that coin so where we could have had 10 coins and now the coins are worth between 30 and 60 grand would have been made. But yep. I don't know. It's all a big gamble. If, you, if you're if you into cryptocurrency, uh I'm tempted to get back into it. I wouldn't mind having someone that knows a lot about it come on and give me a nice crash course in how to do it, how to set up the, the wallet. Because I've done it all myself before, but I never really know what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean?
2: Well, me and Hans were talking about this while we are waiting for you to come on. Because um, apparently, like my 3080 is quite profitable to, to use. Yeah. Uh, you can make about... is it about 11 dollars a day or whatever it
1: is yeah but the thing is what you need to do is is the way you should do it is if you're going to put it into say bitcoin Mm -hmm. you need to leave it in there when it crashes you need to still leave it in there you just need to keep leaving it and leaving it and leaving it and it'll build up drop build up drop build up drop and like everyone will say to you it's gambling and it won't work but i don't think um bitcoin's going anywhere so if you could keep getting if you could keep getting that. that little bit each day and just keep getting it like i know people that work and they get paid in bitcoin and they've got like 50 grand in their in their bank and it's just building and building mm. you know it could crash but everyone seems to be doing all right at the moment you know
3: fat jabs are sitting in shady he makes 11.50 a day mining really after electricity so that's his net income
1: yeah but i i need to work out how to do it though like what 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 um program you're using and where you keep your wallet because like, there's so many on there you don't know which ones are like scams and which ones are good, you know?
0: Hmm.
1: Hold on. Yeah, go on. Um, but yeah, Eric just said it's 50 grand a coin at the moment. That's crazy, isn't it? 30 <laughs> quid I could have got them for. If I had three of them, just what's think. That,
2: what's that guy that um, paid for pizza with... No, nah, but what that, that, that is, people get
1: pay. people don't understand what that's about. What that's about is is when you first you've got to build up um like a point system before it's got to be there's so many people have got to be involved and it's got to have a value so that guy that sold them he sold something like 80,000 of them for a pizza and that was the first thing he bought that's what kicked it off being the cryptocurrency he had to give it a value so basically he sold them all to like that that person um and that's what kicked the whole thing off
3: yeah <laughs> live show
1: with kids guys and girls <laughs> man I can just hear it, like it's just constant like them arguing downstairs ruining my podcast man
3: the joys of having kids isn't it <laughs> that's
1: it we wait until tomorrow and they're going to bed at 5 o'clock now there you go yeah <laughs> um Fatchup said NVIDIA is starting to develop crypto GPUs. No, um, I don't know. I haven't seen that anywhere.
3: There is talk about it, but I'm um, not sure if it's coming, but it, it would help if they did it. But they're going to run through the same problem. <laughs> they don't have enough transistors and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, maybe we should get on. Because uh, you, you can basically set up a pool on that, can't you? Come can on, we did a pool with just us, loading in We could just share the money out. Yeah, Show yeah, me yeah, the money. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's time, people. We're gonna get into the game that we've been playing, which has wiped the floor with everybody. Uh, the whole community has come together and had a big cuddle, um, ran around naked together. Basically, I started playing um, Valheim because Comet Clown was nice enough to buy it for me. Um, blame Comet. Yeah, but I think what he did is he was very smart about it. He thought, "Hmm, I like this game." What I'm going to do is I'm going to buy it for Nick, give it to him so he has to play it, and then Nick will do his uh, his duty, and he'll just pull everyone into the game who likes it or doesn't like it, and then I can have a big community of gamers. And that's exactly what's happened, and it's gone absolutely crazy. Um, so Vi- Valheim is Vikings, and what it's about is it's very open. It's a bit like Ark where... You've just got a uh, procedurally generated map. It's totally different every time. And on that map, you've got all different biomes. You've got all different, um, like, building and stuff like that. The, the tech tree's massive. Uh, you've got bosses as well. So it's a bit like Terraria in a sense of you've got, like, bosses all over the map. Um, and we've just got loads of stories about the game. Like, we've I've, I've pulled stories from people in the community. Um, and we've been playing this and we i don't know how many players we've got on there but we've got a whole city like pretty much being built haven't we yeah
0: there's
2: at least 10 to 15 houses in our little um community area like, yeah i've i have come across loads more just out random like yeah you're just by... walking around and it's just a random
1: yeah. house like just someone's built a massive house the thing is this game it's got the mechanics of building but it's so good mm. like the building levels that you can build um there's all fancy parts there's different levels of qualities so you've got like all different types of wood you've got like five levels of benches to build from you've got like all sorts of tools and you can literally what I like about a lot is is you can build fast so you can go and chop trees down come back and you can just like literally you can really build and I've built a massive great mansion two floors it's got decking it's got a wall of fame um and I built it live on stream so everybody's coming to my stream and then, um, I man, the kids are shouting at me now. Um, what's with them today? So basically, I've got like this massive, great house. It's got a wall of fame and everything like that. And everybody's coming on stream, and we're all talking about it. And, and basically, everybody's in there playing. And what it's about is is building up your levels, and then like basically going out and searching around the woods. Uh, like you might say, you need to get like five deer skins to create the first boss. Um, and then you get them, them like, antlers and stuff. Uh, you put them in the right place, uh, and then it spawns a boss, and then that's the first boss. But there's five bosses in the game already. Um, I, I don't know if we could kill any of the other bosses yet because uh, it, it just – the game seems like this. It's got such a big level from, from starting to, obviously, end game. It's massive, and you can help each other out. You can jump from one world to another world, uh, take your goods with you. So, like, you could have your own private server – And then you could jump into our server, and then you can go backwards and forwards. Um, But I'm really loving it. What do you think of the game, you two?
3: Well, I did see you play it, and um, I was talking to Ant about it earlier, too. It seems heavily inspired graphically-wise by Breath of the Wild. Really? Yeah.
0: Mm,
1: I only played Breath of the Wild for a little while, and I played it on the old Wii U.
3: Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Shouldn't be that bad, the graphics. So. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, but, uh, the, graphics... the question I have for you, and Nick, about that game is this kind looks like a survival game that is made for, like, let's say, people like me that don't really like survival games. Oh, but did actually... you say you
1: like something then?
3: What? Sorry. Oh, no, you said you don't like it. Sorry, I got it, no, up. No, don't like it. <laughs> survival game, is that. But this game seems more focused on people that don't really like those uh, survival games, or well, not at least the hardcore survival games. So, do I have a point here, or is it still hardcore?
1: Um, Basically, I would say that is a hardcore survival game because it there's oh, okay. there's so much in it. I think they've just done it really well and it's very balanced. So basically, there's so much in this game that it's one of them time sinks. So you get on it and you're like, oh, even if you don't like the game, so Hans, say you jump on, you don't like survival games, you don't like running simulators. Say you get in the game and you're like, oh, well, what do I do first? Like, Ant, you don't play simulators games, you don't play mm-hmm. survival games um how do you find it because you're the prime you're the person he should really be asking because you don't play these games but you've played it what do you think
2: so this is a perfect sort of bridge game because i haven't played those games and have kind of been interested but been daunted by them it's kind of the first kind of step game which is nice because the community have really helped me like magic you comic have all sort of pointed me in the right direction guess like, what you need well, to I do I think magic's built half the world already <laughs> yeah um <laughs> So, yeah, it's really nice to sort of... I'm using uh, um, community servers, sort of um, my learning experience, and then I'll go off and use my own game to do whatever I want with it. Yeah, but the
3: thing is,
1: that's the problem with this game. Um, once you go community, you don't ever go back to your game because it's almost like wherever you're building your big base, you get stuck into that and you get so caught up in doing it it's it's like minecraft like caesar just said it's minecraft for big kids It's exactly what it is it's minecraft with much better graphics and minecraft with uh missions minecraft with something to really do um and that's what it is essentially like i got in and i love base building so i spent the first three days streaming and i mean i've probably put i've done four to i i've done five hours on each stream that's 15 hours I've done a couple of nights. I've probably put 20 to 25 hours in it. Um, you might be able, Someone might be able to check my Steam and just see my profile and see how long I've played. But I reckon I've done about 20 hours, 25. Um, and I literally haven't done any of the game. I've just built this massive mansion. I've got two floors. It's all pretty. It's got like... Because when you build, you can do all these different patterned woods like Vikings. And I've just done building, building, building. And I just love it. I could just go in that game just to build a city. And I think, I think magic he's very much caught up in that idea as well so where you could go out into the woods and you could explore and there's all different biomes and there's all different bosses and there's like to get like the next level weapon you have to go off find dungeons you have to dungeon crawl you kill everything in the dungeon you have to get like skeleton bones you have to get like these little orange glowy things you bring them all back and then you can make bigger weapons you can upgrade your bench when you go into a dungeon it will say all of a sudden bang, you've opened up a level five bench. You've opened up uh, troll armor and this armor and that armor. And you see people that are much further in the game and you look at them and you go, wow, I ain't seen none of that before. Where's he got all that from? And it's mm. like, there's just so many different levels of what you can have. And But I'm quite content at the moment, just building and making the town look nice. We've got like a massive great hill looking down over the seaside basically. And we've got everyone's houses all on the hill. Um, if anyone wants to get into Valheim with us, all you've got to do is go into our Discord um, and there'll be the invite, the server password and stuff like that. It's all pinned on the on that room uh, in the Discord. But I'm absolutely loving the game. Um, I've got a few stories uh, to tell as well about it, which we don't normally do, but I thought it'd be pretty cool. Um... Sorry, before you
2: get into the stories, Nick, one thing. The thing that interested me the most, well, surprised me the most just listening to you talk about the game is you've always talked about how you like unlocking stuff? Yeah, and you kind of shielded away from that just to do your building.
1: Nah, because that's you got that totally wrong. Like literally, to do the building, I've got I've built the base layer, then I've upgraded, and then I've built the next bit, and then it's like upgraded like more wood, like fine wood, and then I can put all the fancy like dragons' heads and that on the on the corners. So it's literally like so far in the game, I've spent all my time just upgrading to unlock the next bit to build as much as i can but now i'm at like i'm at a stop now i've hit a concrete wall because the next to see the next bit of upgrade is to build with stone in order for me to build with stone i've got to have a smelter um and a forge now to get the smelter and forge i have to go out into the woods where the bad guys are because there's loads of different bosses i mean loads of them um to go out there i've got to go to a dungeon in order to build them two items i need one key component you find in dungeons So now I've got to the point where I can't go no further unless I go and venture out. Um, And that's what I'm currently doing is trying to get the two bits. Once I get them two bits, I know what's going to happen. It's going to be like, oh, you've just unlocked brick. Uh, And then it's going to be like, right, uh, I'm going to knock my house down and I'm going to build a brick house. And then it's like it gives you a really, really good way of a fun way of keep upgrading without feeling like you're grinding. You know.
3: Okay. Yeah. I also have one more question because I heard through the grapevine that your server is being run by a very strict man who rules with an iron fist, is that true? <laughs> Who's that great? <laughs> uh,
1: I'll tell you what, if you ever saw him on his last server, then you'll know what the iron fist is man <laughs> Great, do you remember the last server? The last server he basically said look I'm doing a, like a wild west server, I want everybody to get on um, and he made a room and basically, and I said to Gray, "Look, I've run lots of servers. What you need to do is you need to let people do what they want to do. Like just, just let them come on, let them play, let them leave, let them come on, play, leave. Don't get involved." So, what does Gray do? He writes an essay. So, when the minute you jump into the server and get the password off of him, he would send you a letter, and this letter would be three pages long with the rules. Uh, and I think, I think he he ended up making everyone leave the server because he was like, right, you can only build in this area. You can only do this at this time of the day. You can only do that. <laughs> uh, and he says right now, let's not exaggerate, but that's mostly correct. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like, like gray. I think I told you at the time. Anyway, I was having complaints left, right and center about people saying, no, I just want to play that game in the server. But Gray's telling me I can't do this and I can't do that. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> but I think you learned, I think you learned by your mistakes, didn't you gray? And, uh, I think he realises now. Um, but yeah, this server, me and Grey are running it. Um, we've both got the power to upgrade the server, put extras on there and stuff like that. But it's very—it's just a standard server at the moment. It's very basic. Um, there's so much to do in the game. We don't need to add on any add-ons yet. Uh, and We'll have more talk about that in a second. But um, one thing that happened in the game earlier on, literally before I got on the podcast. So I got an hour and a half before the podcast. So I said to the boys, like, I think Aunt You was there, Comic was there. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, there's a couple of other guys there um, Caesar you was there who else was on there um, Ace was on there and we just all just like messing around like running around in our areas and I was like Magic's basically built portals because you can build portals um, so I can build a portal where we live uh, if I've got the right stuff and then I can build a portal wherever I go um, so you can have like a, like a tunnel from there to there and it's really quick what us lot decided to do magic's a hundred levels above us yeah he's like so he knows everything so what he does is he puts all these portals in and then us lot are like look why he's not here should we just jump in the portal and he's he's marked them up like there's um meadows there's mountains um and then there's marshlands so we're like should we all just go to the marshlands like it's miles away from where our camp is like you need to be high level to go there and i was like look we've got a portal because uh, I think Aunt, you was going to run all the way there wouldn't you and get a boat and like start sail the boat miles away. And I was like, look, the portals in our area, if we die, we can just jump back through the portal and get our stuff back. So everyone's like, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. So what do we do? We all jump through the portal being low level. Literally, we come out the other side, three goblins. They just hit us <laughs> with a stick. We all die. And then we're like, oh, man, what are we going to do now? So we all respawn back at the house with no clothes, no weapons, nothing, no, like half our life. And we're like, look, we have to try and get back in there. We spend the next hour and a half jumping through the portal, crouching down and crawling around, running around. And these goblins just keep killing us over and over again. I'm like, man, I'm not going to play this anymore in a minute. (laughs) And we spent an hour and a half just trying to get our stuff back. Comics watching the stream laughing at us um And we're just running around naked, and I'm like, oh man, we're getting so stressed. Then these mosquitoes came and they kept buzzing around me and killing me. um But it took me an hour and a half. I managed to get my stuff back eventually. And then I, I literally spent an hour and a half running around doing nothing, got my stuff back through the portal. And then I was just like, oh man, I've got to get off now. Podcast is ready to go. <laughs> but like, it was well, funny. It was good, funny because it was like there was just like four or five of us running around. Mm. And then I think either it was Caesar or Ace. They turn up, here And, um, They're wearing, like, all this really high-level armor. They've got a big machete, like, with magic power coming off of it. And us lot are like, oh, he can help us through there. He can kill them goblins and that. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come and have a look. So we jump through the warp again. He jumps through. The little goblin walks up to him. Whack! Kills him one punch, like. And then he's like, oh, my God. He's done me as well. We all, like, charge. Everybody run back through. Everybody run back through. (laughs) But it is it is a really good game. And like the community base we've got on it, uh, like I'm quite surprised. I haven't had a server running. I've had a few servers over my time. Um, I haven't had a server running where it's got people on there all the time uh, for a long time. And I've actually had comments from people saying it's the best Valheim server they've played in. Nice. Which is always good to hear. Um, Shall we check to see if there's any comments uh, in the chat about the game? See what people are saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, grey Gamer says, I'm going to build a port potty at my home and then rent from Nick or Magic. Uh,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I think you should focus on um, fixing your leak first at your real house. <laughs> um, right. Let's see what other ones we got here. Uh, grey says again, it's always grey, isn't it? I saw some of that. Magic warned you guys about them tough enemies, lol. Uh, and, and then Caesar said it was good fun, good learning experience. Um, but it is like the stories people have got are pretty funny because there's just so many big bosses and stuff. Like you jump into an area and you just don't know what you're going to come across. You just come across these weird, weird, like, um, like beasts and monsters. Uh, but the graphics, they're not, they're not brilliant graphics. I quite like them. Uh, they're like cell shaded aren't they? Yeah, I, I like them a lot
3: those graphics. Do you? I don't know why people complain about the graphics in the game. It's like the number one complaint I read, I read online.
1: That's because, graphics, because, graphics, because you've got people like Janssen who think everything's got to be photorealistic, otherwise it's rubbish.
3: Look, look I, I, at the I... last
2: few big games, uh, Full Guys, this, among us. None of yeah. Them have been high graphic-wise.
1: Yeah, but that's the difference. It's about, you can always make up in gameplay what you can't make in graphics um, and vice versa. What well, um, I would say
2: as well is this game was built by a team of five people
1: really well that's pretty impressive just because of how big it is you know the map is massive you could be the thing is the game's endless because what we'll do is and i know we'll do this we've got a whole village where we are now but as we start venturing out across the world because the map's massive it's like a minecraft map it just keeps going and um, i'm sure what we'll do is as we get higher levels we go into higher areas we'll build new towns and cities mm. closer to each boss because what happens is When you first start the game, your main, your main um, objective, what you're meant to do, is to go and spawn a first boss. So it says you need to go and kill like five deers, get the deer heads, take them to the altar, put them on, and then it will spawn a giant deer boss. And then obviously you do that with each area, each different item, and they're all spread out in different areas, different biomes. And that's what the whole, the whole end game is to kill them five bosses. Um, I did hear that they're actually bringing more mini bosses in. Because they're saying people are loving the game so much, they need more to do in it. Yep. I think they don't want to run the hype out. Like if everybody completes it, then it's the the game will fade away a little bit. So they're coming okay, to so put more in.
3: Nick, is there an end game then? So say you kill the five bosses, then the game's done, or?
1: Um, at the moment, you got remember this is an early access game. No, yeah,
3: no, just I mean, is that, what I mean? Is there, yeah. There's at the like moment, apparently, from what it,
1: so. from what I've heard, there's oh if I don't knock my mic over with my hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. From what I've heard, there's only five big bosses in the game, um, but I don't know how hard they are. The game seems uh, pretty ruthless. Like if, if you're low level when you start in a low level area, you're alright. If you go out of that level and you go into a high level, you get absolutely annihilated um so you do need to build up your resources and stuff you could spend hours just trying to run back to the same place to pick your bag up where you died because when you die it just drops all your stuff on the floor and if say i say i i've only got two hours to play and i decide to go on an adventure and i die at a dungeon like literally if that two hours is up i wouldn't have enough time to get back there to get my bag i'd sign off that bag would be on the floor permanently until somebody finds it and like i found ruthless aces bag earlier on and he's like oh I lost that bag three days ago, you know. So it's like he forgotten about it. So you can actually find these treasure bags all over the place because people just get killed; they can't get back to it. They don't know where it is.
3: Uh, So they they don't despawn then those bags.
1: No, they stay there. And what happens is, if if I die, say one part of the map, and then I respawn, and I try and go back to get my bag, but I die on the way there, it then doesn't tell me where my last bag was. It shows me the last bag that I died with. So my bag with all the stuff in it will still be there. So someone else could come along and take it. Um, But I think we're going to start doing like Game of Nights for this game where we all get together and we go and kill the bosses on the community server. Yeah. Because I think that'd be pretty cool. And the thing is, if someone does a boss on their own, it's not a problem because you can just keep doing boss after boss after boss. You can keep respawning the same ones. Um, So the game's endless to us. uh, And we can just build like massive castles and stuff. And what will happen is over time that server will just turn into like one crazy city with bridges and stuff and buildings. It's just like Minecraft, but much better graphics, you know? Cool. Um, I'm just looking at some of the chat and it says, uh, gray gamer says, I hate crap graphics and Valheim is not bad at all. Well, there's a lot of people that are saying it's got bad graphics.
3: I disagree with those people.
1: Well, you think the graphics are nice?
3: I think the graphics are nice. I I told you on the stream, uh, especially. I mean, you don't like the nights in that game because they're well dark. Yeah. But if you look at the skybox, I mean, it's it's really beautiful. That's the first thing that I noticed when you were playing the game. So.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, like with mods and stuff like that on there, um, and like the thing for me, the day and night, like you said, um, I looked at modding the day and night because I'm streaming the game all the time and I'm getting a lot of people watching it, um, on stream. But the thing is, the, the the day and night cycles are very fast. And mm. it seems to me like it's always nighttime. And when it is nighttime, you can't see my stream. It's just a black thing. And someone said, turn the gamma up. There's no gamma settings in the game. So if I had to turn it up, I'd be turning it up on my monitor. And one thing I would really, really hate is when I have to change my system settings to make something look a certain way. And the thing is, there's no fault on the game. Because if it's nighttime and you're playing it on your own, like at home, it's fine. But it's just for my stream, you know? Because my stream can't see what's going on, so it's a bit of an issue for me. But it's not an issue for people just playing the game. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, Gray just said, "Did you check any cool mods?" Um. I did look at the mods, and there is a mod pack called um, Valheim Plus, and it la- allows you to have like some advanced building, so you can freeze, you can basically freeze parts in the air and build around them and stuff like that. Um. But the thing is, I don't really want to. I don't want to add too much to it right now because I know they're still at the moment they've still got issues with their servers. Um, Like on our server, we had an issue the other day where it would only save half an hour, your last half an hour. So if I played for an hour, I would have to log out the game after half an hour and then after an hour it would save correctly. If I was to play half an hour and log off, it wouldn't save the last half an hour I played. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And what the problem was is we got an email from them saying look basically uh there's an issue with the servers you need to get everybody off um and you need to do a special like workaround, which we've done but the thing is i don't want to start putting mods on on top of that and then we get issues because you've got to realize there's hundreds of hours between the community in that server now um and even though the server was just a test server for the community it was the server was only supposed to be run for a month uh for us to practice on and see if it picked up um what we will be doing and i haven't spoke to gray about this yet. What we will be doing we've got two months on the server to see how many people are still on in two months um and if people are still on at that point what we'll do is we'll set up a donation for the server um and we'll put it into the discord and what it will be say it's like five quid a month um they'll be in the valheim room every like week we'll put a, a, a little um uh a post in there and everyone can put 50p in or something do you know what i mean and then it it'll pay for that server until people don't want to pay for it no more you know and then that server basically looks after itself. We can keep it running until anyone doesn't want to play it anymore.
2: I was going to ask how much it was costing, actually, to run.
1: Um, well, I think Gray said he had... Because basically what happened is we used wow. Ping Perfect. And yeah. I believe Gray had $20 in there. And I think the maximum we can pay for, um, for, for size, memory, speed is $11 a month. I think it is. So eleven dollars a month with like all of us like in there's nothing. It'd be like twenty P each, you know? It it wouldn't be a lot. Was there
2: different levels? Because at the moment we can only have a maximum of ten people in at a time.
1: Yeah, so we could get we could get up to sixty five people in right, there if okay. we wanted to. Um and the thing is I know how to change that all myself in the coding on the server anyway. So I could probably change it and they probably wouldn't even know like about we wouldn't
2: how many wanna risk getting the ban though, surely.
1: Well, what are they going to do? Like, we'll just change it to 20 people. I do I know? But the thing is, it's 10 concurrent players. So yeah. it doesn't mean only 10 people can play. It means only 10 people in the server at any one point. Yeah. Um, and we've had about seven or eight. Uh, but if we do get to that point where there's a 10th player and like, I can't get in, the server's full, at that point, we'll upgrade it to the next one, mm. you know, to 20 people and it'll be $20 a month. But again, $20 a month with all of us lot in there is nothing. Like, put a couple of quid in each. Yeah. Server's paid for, it's nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. like buying a Mars bar.
0: <laughs>
1: um, uh, Alan says, uh, I've done all five, even with full Wolf and Metal uh gear, they still destroy you. So, it 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 means that like the the, the bad guys are pretty hardcore in it, man. You know.
2: Um, Alan Akbar, did you um do it on your own or was was there others? Because obviously we're trying to do it as a team. It's just wondering how
1: easy or hard they are. Yeah, well, I think they're pretty, I think they're pretty hard because, like, um, uh, Lord said, surely with ten of you you could do it. But the thing yeah. is, <clears throat> you could have ten of you, um, but a lot of us have just running around with like our pants and sticks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So uh, he done them with two people, so uh, that's pretty cool. He's done like all the bosses. What, nice. what would what would you say? Anyone in the chat who knows what would you say after you've done the five bosses what's your focus after that are you focusing then on uh more people coming in and building in the server and just building like a whole massive world are you waiting for more bosses to come are you waiting for upgrades because uh, i know that i have got um an update i've got an update roadmap here which i looked at and they've got half and ho- half and half and i can't even say that word half and home um, where you get more building pieces to do around the house. So you get like all different tables and chairs and stuff like that. That's coming in. That's their next update. Then they've got Cult of the Wolf, um, exploration and combat with new fun encounters, uh, ships in the sea. So it'll be uh, better ship customizations and stuff out at sea. Uh, and then they're bringing a whole new Mist Lands with new bosses, new resources, new items, and new enemies. So because it's early access, there's going to be a lot of this new stuff coming in. Um, and it's one of them games like me in Star Citizen. It's going to be where you're just waiting. Oh, new update. Everybody get on again. And it just all builds up again. Everyone gets excited again, you know, and starts playing. Um, Hans, are you going to get into this game with us or what?
3: I'm actually thinking about it. I told and earlier before the podcast and I'm intrigued by this game somehow because I think this this just might be the survival game. ain't
1: Vikings near your neck of the woods, ain't it?
3: Nope. They're not my neck of the woods, but. But they're not far, they're game? closer
1: to you than they are us.
3: True, that's true. And actually, they sail into my country uh, in. What's that noise? It's crackling.
1: Uh,
3: it's not me, so <laughs> that's why I messed Emergency,
1: this. emergency, we have a crackling. <laughs> Is it you, Anne? I think it could be me, but I don't know why. Look at him panicking. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Panic mode. No, what I was gonna say, the Vikings actually sailed into my country uh, near the river here, so I should be interested in them. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but, uh, uh, no, seriously, what I wanted to say was uh, this game actually intrigues me because this looks like a survival game that I actually could like, and the graphics play a huge part in that one. Yeah, at least for me. So other people think different, but yeah. Uh,
1: has that crackling gone now, Anne? No, it's still there. I don't know what still it is.
2: It sounds like electrical interference,
1: but I don't know why. I don't know who it is. Right, whatever you touch, I think it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> For now. Oh, when you start speaking, yeah. I think it might be you, Ant.
0: Mm,
2: I think it is
1: me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's your cheap ass <laughs> headphones, man. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, headphones you got, are you using? you got such a big setup uh, and you the got Apple those headphones. The Apple uh, ones. Was... Yeah, yeah, well, you should get what I've got because look, I've got pink ones here yeah, and they cost me 99p. <laughs> and they've never let me down. <laughs> <laughs> and they work. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gone now, or are you muted.
2: No, it's still there slightly.
1: It is definitely you, isn't it?
2: I wonder if I change a setting on there.
1: Um, haven't you got like a snowball sign there? Oh
2: what?
1: And you got is like that... a pr- pro mic. Yeah. Well, I
2: change the setting. And see what that does.
1: Yeah, you're right now. You're right. We're all good. You've only broken 15 people's car speakers in that time, so don't worry. I'm not worried about that. (laughs) Send him the bill, people. Um, (laughs) uh, Lord said, do you know when more will be added? Um, I'm not sure when that is going to be updated, um, but I know it's in their roadmap to do over 2021. So all of that stuff over 2021, you've got to look, say it was a month in each one. You know, I think the half and home is going to be, Pretty soon, it's got to be because uh, if you split that over like the next six months, there's six items there, so it, it can't be too much. Um, Caesar says the building's still lots of fun, uh, so even when even when you're done, uh, and he said when it's vanilla, it's still good, which I, I I agree. You you always play the server on vanilla till you get to the point where you're a bit like oh it's a bit done now, and then you can start adding stuff like teams and stuff like that. And we we haven't had this yet, but one thing we could do, yeah is we can set up our town as the extreme PC UK area. And then whoever wants to come in and start on their own area up, they can build their own area and we can have warfare, you know, because you can have it where it's PVE for like the whole of um, the month. And then on one Saturday in a month for two days, say it just goes PVP. And then everybody has like a a crazy meltdown of everything, um, which, which could be pretty fun the purge yeah purge but that's what you used to do on some servers because what used to happen on some servers is people would build and build and build and then the server resources would be taken up by all the buildings and the memory and what happens is and it gets laggier and laggier so a lot of servers now what they do is they have a system where if you don't want your house to degrade you have to keep putting like coins into it like in-game currency to keep it all in one piece and if you don't pay it for like one week bits of it start disappearing until eventually your house has gone off the map which it, it stops people jumping in the server, building a house and leaving. Cause that used to be a really big problem with Empyrean. You could have a hundred people per planet, and what happened is you open up your server, it becomes popular. Everybody jumps on, makes their first little block, jumps off, don't ever come back, and you've got like a hundred people on the server, so no one else can get in, and you've just got all these one block houses everywhere. Which so they started adding like that them sort of systems to like break it down and stuff. Uh, gray gamer just said i checked and it's only 1437 per month for the server yeah but gray how much is it to get say 20 players in at one time check that out dude um caesar says we should go on some group voyages uh, we're actually talking about setting up a gaming day or a gaming night um, we don't know when yet and i don't know when you're thinking of doing it where we all get on and we go and do a boss so we all get our weapons together and we go on like we can either go like and search, we could say like, we're gonna go to the far north of the map and put a um a portal there, you know, and then we all we all go together and we look at each other's backs, so we get there and then we put the portal down. Um but I can see this being pretty funny, like, with stuff like that. Boat races and stuff like that, you know?
2: Well yeah, I mean I'm free most evenings.
1: Could you imagine um... if we all got a boat and it was like a sailing competition to yeah, go yeah. from our dock all the way to like the other end of the map? And everybody's trying that that would be pretty funny,
2: yeah,
1: I'd be well up for that, um but it seems like there's just so much stuff we can do um but Caesar said we could break off into teams and build forts and then try and raid each other and stuff like that um well, what I'm gonna do is like I'm just gonna be honest, if I go out into the wilderness and I see a house I don't know whose it is, it's not in the town and they've gone they've gone rogue outside of our village then i'm gonna I'm gonna attack like. Because the way I see it is, we've got the extreme PC UK town. If you're in town, you're safe in numbers. If you haven't, you never know what's going to happen.
3: <laughs> Typical Nick.
1: Yeah, man. It's all about the fun. Sneaky, I do agree sneaky. with you, by the way. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've got a couple of stories of what people have been saying about the game in the community, so I'm going to read them out, and then we can have a chat about each one because I think that's pretty cool. Um, and the first one is from Yoda, Yoda El Grande. Um, and I believe you're in the chat as well. And he says, uh, in Valheim, I jumped on um, to the Nick's wall of fame. And I remember this uh, whilst it was under construction and he wasn't looking. So I just hid just to the right of the upper panels and faced out. So he would just see my head and I just remained there still. He thought I was stuck, uh, but I was just trying to be the first face on the wall, regardless of what names were on there. Uh, he didn't get it, lol. And that's exactly what happened. I Because basically, if you follow my stream, I've got channel points in my stream. And you can basically pay 400 points, which is free. It points you build up for just being in my stream. Um, and they let you do funny things in game, like make me throw my weapons on the floor or take all my clothes off or something like that. Um, and I've got like one on there for 20,000 points, which you can tell me to build something. I'll build it like Giant Man or something. Um, and what happened was I was building the Wall of Fame because when people come in, they pay the points, they get the Wall of Fame, and they put whatever name they want on the board um so I was building the wall of fame I was building the walls up like this but there's a hole behind and I just looked up and I thought why is that guy standing in the gap with his head looking over at me I didn't know I didn't know who it was Yoda and I was just looking I was like oh right there's a guy there so I just ignore him carry on building my wall up in front of him um but he was playing a trick on me to try and be like the first person on the wall of fame and I was just like yeah whatever just carried on just built the wall in front of him (laughs) and then he came jumping out and he was like Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just trying to get on the wall, and then the tumbleweed went past. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, cheers for that follow, dude. Um, Gray said each new slot is one pound fifty nine, so ten more slots would be fifteen pound ninety more a month. So if we don't they not do it in bulk, like if you get ten slots, you get it at a decent price. How do they do it? Ten slots, and then every one slot after that. Because the thing is, I could build the server for free. Um, but I just don't have a computer that I can leave running twenty-four hours. Do you know what I mean? Cause if if you've got a computer that you can run 24 hours, the server's really easy to build and you can do the config files and everything much easier through doing it ourselves. Um Yo Dalysha said, This is why I'm not a comedian. <laughs> Dude, every time I play with you I feel like you're a comedian, because every time I play a game with you, you break it or it breaks or your computer breaks, and you're like, oh it's not working, this isn't working anymore. Uh Give me five minutes. He's been trying oh, to get he's been trying to get his flight sticks working here in Star Citizen for about two weeks, I swear. I'm s- glad someone's taken that title from me. Yeah. <laughs> well you just built up to the f- you just built up to like the biggest failure you could do where your computer decided to spray water in itself.
2: Beautiful. I learned
0: from
2: the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned from you. <laughs>
1: yeah. You've seen my pipe bending skills. <laughs> So no, I haven't done any pipe bending for ages. There's no computers to build. Yeah. But um, I'm actually thinking about, I'm still waiting for my reservoir to get here. And when it does, I'm actually thinking about going with the 19 mil. Um, you can't get the uh, fittings very in many places, can you?
2: They were hard to come by. I got mine from, I think it was Water calling UK. Uh, what um, make were they? These are the XSPC and they're really good quality actually. Really? really? nice heavy duty
1: yeah yeah i was thinking about it the other day you don't really see xspc anymore mm. when i when i started uh going in water calling all that a few years back like say five or six years back uh xspc everyone was looking at their stuff like my i think my my first double water cooled build um had an xspc um cpu water block in it with the x which you put over like a oh not my mic off the table <laughs> i've hit this mic with my hat today and i've knocked it off the desk now but yeah they had like some pretty decent ones um that was a good few years back man um but yeah i'm getting off track and i <laughs> oh gray said that they've been ser- selling out of server space for valheim uh because so many people have bought servers from them um oh. And that's why our server, if you think you've got a higher ping, it's because he's got it in America. Right. So uh, we'll have to, when we get the chance, we'll have to uh, export it over here um, and do it from there. Right, next story. So the next story in Valheim is Comic Clown. Let's see what he has to say. Um... Well, I've got to try and work out what this story is. What? Like when you took me sailing last night and I died. Oh, so I was taking the mick about him with something in game. And last night, me and him decided that we was going to go on a sailing trip. So we get all of our gear. We jump into this boat that's not ours. It was Magic's. And we decide to go off and we don't know how to sail. And you've got to wait for the wind to come. And then you've got to catch it and it pushes you along. Anyway, we get all the way across halfway, like quarter way across the earth and uh basically we see a load of like uh, bad guys and that and, and comics like all up for it he's like yeah let's just jump off and attack them i'm like we're gonna die and and <laughs> i don't want to die yeah cause we're miles away and he jumps off i follow him i see him running to battle and then i just hear him going oh, i'm gonna die i'm gonna die i was like i'll oh, this for a laugh i'm out so i just turn around and run away and he's watching my stream he's like you're running away you're running away and i'm like man i'm here but like i don't want to die and he's like you're running away from me i jump on the boat and he's just there i can see him on the land just getting smashed to pieces <laughs> um, i can't remember did he die i can't remember if he died called- or not i but
2: think this- he's gone out
1: of chat now oh, but in this comment he wrote uh, when you took me sailing last night and i died then had to sail back on my own to collect all my gear i think of uh, i think of we set sail for america we'd probably end up in france <laughs> <laughs> But that's exactly how it was. Um, Man, I've got to stop hitting this microphone. I keep hitting it over. I'm getting too excited today. Um, And then Magic's got a uh, a question about the game. And he says, um, what do you think about the current roadmap for Valheim? And what update are you looking forward to the most? I can't wait for the first one, uh, House and Half. Um, The game could really use some more house pieces and building controls. Also, if it doesn't affect the gameplay saves in the future, would you be willing to turn on the advanced building options in valheim plus well we're all too scared to turn on valheim plus because we know that you're going to end up building everything if we do that if we give you an advanced building like if you come into our server magic's probably been the spent the most time out of everybody he's built like a um he's built a whole campsite he's built a whole logging area he's built a castle he's built a bridge he's built like this whole area where he's got this is stuff everywhere so like he's literally built half the town himself and you have to be careful with Magic because if you, if you step, let, lower your guard for one second, he'll, he'll build around you.
3: He'll literally <laughs> build
1: your house for you. I got off the server because I had to get off of the stream. And I'm like, look, uh, make sure no one touches my stuff. I'll be back in a couple of hours. I come back in a couple of hours and Magic's like, mm, you know your house? I'm like, what have you done to my house? He's like, no, I haven't done nothing bad to it. I said, what have you done to my house? He's like, oh, uh, well, uh, basically I just upgraded um a little bit around the edges come into the server and have a look and i was just thinking oh man he's he's built half my house for me but luckily when i got on the server he had just put some like dragon heads on the side which looked pretty good but i did think i was going to get in there and like my my whole designed house is now looking totally different do you know what i mean but um yeah oh armated Shanksy, thank you for that sub i really appreciate that welcome in it's good to see you in um do you play valheim so that's what we're talking about right now. Um, as for looking forward to the, the roadmap, did you two check out the roadmap?
2: Uh, yeah, we were talking about it earlier.
1: Oh, right. So what, what are you looking forward to most?
2: For me, it's the uh, hearth and home. I'd like to see more house pieces like coffee tables, chairs.
1: <laughs> he wants a uh, coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> but,
3: like, to make it more homely, you know.
1: You like to make that wooden house homely. See, so the thing see- is...
3: Gone. all that stuff happening and you want a coffee table that's the the one thing you get out of this one
1: yeah but that's the funny thing about this game <laughs> it's like there is a whole game side to the game where you go off and do stuff and kill things and beat things up and get like new weapons and all yeah. that and what do us lot do we stand on a hillside making a little village
0: yeah
1: making it all pretty <laughs> um but one thing i tell you what is you get a thing called a uh what's it what's um what's it called a ward where you put this thing down called a ward and it stops anyone building in your territory, which is really, really cool. Um, But try not to overlap with other people's houses because Mm -hmm. like me and Comic, we have to share the ward together because if I switch mine on, he won't be able to go in his house. And if he switches his on, I can't go in my house because we built too close. And what the ward does is it builds a a circle perimeter, which you don't normally see this in servers, which is something that like I really like. Um, Basically, you can build and no one can touch any of your stuff. So you're that's, all good. Really
2: it's not that, good. You've, not that you've built too close, it's that you've encroached on him because your house is massive.
1: If my house is massive and then he bought his scummy little house to put it next yeah. to mine, yeah, tell him to get down the street in a cheap area. Not building up in my old gaff where I've got like the whole decking looking out over the view and the sea and everything. I'll tell you what, one thing in this game that I've not seen before, which I really, really do like, is uh, all of the parts in the game actually age. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't put roofs over wood, like your wooden house and stuff like that, like when you put the floor, say I put down um, a square piece of wooden flooring. When you put it down, it's all like really light brown. It's all nice and straight. It's all perfectly brand new. You give it like two days in the game and it's not covered. What happens is it all goes all dirty, dirty wood. It gets like green bits on the edge like real wood does. And all the all the actual um, like... Uh, planks all start twisting and moving so they all look bent Uh, like if you see my stairs they're all like they're all upsided now because it's all old Um, but that's one thing I've not seen and that it really brings a good thing to the game because your whole house is like it's actually like it's alive it's changing in time you know So actually
3: a really cool feature
1: yeah so when when you're going to get in hand sorry
3: do you I don't think any other survival game has that aspect
1: yeah, I haven't seen that in any of the ones I know, and I've played a lot of them. Like, I've played DayZ, I've played Rust, I've played uh, Armour 3. Um, huh. There's so many survival games. Um, there's loads of, like, little ones as well that I've played, which, again, this is quite a small game. Um, but it's just so big for what it is. For the file size, and that, it's such a big game, you know, so much to do um and i'm really really interested to get on when i was gonna say i um, when are you free to get onto the gaming night
0: oh
2: me
1: yeah
2: most evenings to be honest with you
1: yeah and are you up for getting stuck into this game or is it something you just tried but you're not really interested it
2: in? no no i'm well into it it's so chill i just it takes a lot to get a game to yeah. get me off football managing you know so um,
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i thought it was that. more the fact you just like to run around naked in there
2: yeah, yeah, was well,
1: that as well? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jansen. He's a bit of a weirdo. Every time he comes on my stream, he uses my channel points. First thing he says, take clothes off, and I think, True. what? You lived in my house for six months, dude. What was you doing in here? <laughs> yeah, Walking it doesn't mean me. your
2: character's clothes. You know that, right? You what? He doesn't mean your character's clothes.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like channel points. Take your clothes off, and then he's undressing me. Weirdo.
3: Maybe he tree deepened at you. <laughs>
1: You think it's me in game. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm just looking at the chat. Um, Grey, you need to pack it in, mate. Constantly getting people to do things. First you get Eric to build your computer, and now you're getting magic to build your house. What's wrong with you? Build this stuff yourself.
3: <laughs> he's, he's an entrepreneur. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's just getting everybody else to do his dirty work. I want it to look like a giant beanstalk. Why? Man, crazy. <clears throat> Right, has anyone got any questions um, a- about um, Valheim? Is there anyone who wants to know about it? Uh, put your questions in right now um, and we can get on them because uh, we don't really have a lot more other games. I know Hans has got um, a little bit to talk about uh, himself, um, but the time's gone well fast and I can't believe we spoke about Valheim for so long. Um, what I would say to everybody is I'm streaming it. At the moment, my stream's pretty regular at the moment, so at 12 o'clock on most days... Uh, I'm live from uh, 12 UK time until 3 minimum, but sometimes I'm going on until 6. And I'm going to be playing Valheim, uh, just going through the levels, doing stuff. If anybody wants to join, um, I don't mind people joining me on the stream, on the chat. But the people that join me um, on the stream, on the chat, uh, they have to be people I know. So if you're new to the game and you'd want to get in when I'm playing uh basically what you need to do is just get into the game of us when i'm not on stream uh get to know us all and then because obviously i need i had one time once where i let a new guy in he was just on there i said look don't swear don't say nothing bad on my stream and then he's like no i won't do that i let him onto my stream and then he said he was going to do something very naughty to one of the other players dads um which was i was like i just told you why delete like do you know what i mean so since that i learned from my mistakes so, and, and I won't tell you what he said to the guy, but trust me, it weren't nice. Um, so now I only let people on that I know. And obviously when I'm streaming, uh, I'm constantly talking over everybody, So, which is I doing that anyway. So you're probably all used to it by now. <laughs> but um, yeah, Grey just put in, he just used his 20,000 points <laughs> to redeem, build it now. Because uh, I've got 20,000 points in the game, lets me build a building. But I'm not on the stream, Gray. so that means I-, I can't build it now.
3: And he just wasted 20,000 channel points.
1: Yep. How many channel points have you even got to be wasting 20 like that? I wouldn't be surprised if he's got someone he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's there uh, flashing his money about it. He's like, the other day I rang him, yeah? I said, uh, you jumping on stream when I'm playing? He's like, yeah, I'll be in your stream. I'll be in your stream. Uh, and then he's like, I've got 20,000 um, bits to give away here. I said, oh, how many other streams do you go? And he goes, "None. i just come in yours. I said, you might as well just send me the 20 quid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but he said he had 60,000 channel points. Fair play. Fair play, Gray. Man. He
2: wants a house to look like a GPU. <laughs> uh,
1: Mikek says uh, that he wanted a cream tea table in the game.
0: <laughs> uh.
1: And now he wants to make a house look like a gpu it's gonna happen who's gonna do it it's gonna be like a wooden gpu though Yeah. a wooden gpu in there
3: but that would actually be a feat if you could do that
1: oh you probably could but like like i i want the next thing i want to do is i want to unlock stone and then i'm gonna build a proper proper castle i might even make it like a real castle like windsor castle or something oh one thing i
2: was going to ask you because i was looking earlier I want to update my workbench because I think it's only level one. How do I upgrade that?
1: So you've got two different ways of upgrading and building stuff. You've got one where you go up to workbench and you go onto the workbench and it shows you what you can build, like your tools and all that sort of stuff. But then there's another way. If you've got a hammer, uh, you can literally press uh, your button for whatever you've got your mapped for your hammer, uh, and it will show you stuff that you can build for resources and stuff. And what it is, you'll see that there's a chopping block that takes it up to level two. Then you get a tanning rack. You place that next to the bench and it goes up to level three. Right. Then you get like a tool cupboard that puts on the wall and that makes it level four. And then I believe there's one more thing. I can't remember what it is. It takes it up to level five. Oh, yeah. Um, but it, it, it's I love it because like the way it upgrades you is when you see these items somewhere else, that's when you can build them yourself. So you go into a dungeon, all of a sudden you see like a, a troll and it'll be like oh, you can now build troll armor. So you think, oh, I'm going back to build some troll armor. You know? So I, know. I was running away from
2: some trolls earlier.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're big, man, aren't they? Yeah, massive. But I, there's mean, like... Like, I
3: saw you get smashed by one yesterday, I think, in a cave or something. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah. I, I went into a, tr- into a cave and a troll was in there. I just ran away. And then a couple of guys were like, I'll come and help you. And I was just like, I'm running away. I just ran. But I think I'm so scared to lose my gear yeah. that... I don't really want to get into the gameplay yet because I'm feeling like, oh, I'd rather just creep around. Um, I'm not too fussed about winning and beating the bosses. I'm fussed about making this whole town look crazy.
3: Yeah, it's it's a bit harder without no save and load, isn't it, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to them days. We go back to them days.
1: There's 17 <laughs> people in this room. Who thinks it's um, it's cheating if you save your game, if you're allowed to save it, and then you load it every time you die? Because in my books, if the devs have allowed you to save that game wherever you want, then they're allowing you to, so it's all safe. But legal if it's a game, if it's a cheating. game like Dark Souls where you have to get to say a campsite and then you can save it, then they want you to get so far before you save it, so it's not cheating in my eyes.
3: Legal form of cheating.
1: It's not a legal form of cheating, man. Definitely not. <laughs> it was designed to be played that way. That's why they let you save wherever you want. Do you do that, and do you save the game everywhere?
2: If I'm playing, say, a game like Fallout, then, yeah, I'm saving it every sort of five or ten minutes.
1: There you go. Oh, look. As soon as he spoke. Oh, God. Where do we find these podcaster guys from, man? Bottom
2: of <laughs> the barrel, <power>, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's quite funny. It's quite funny. Everybody's just <laughs> texting about your shitty headphones. <laughs> yeah. But, um, Right i don't know let's see what people are saying um and then we can move on someone did say if you built like the uh, gpu in in the um game you could sell it for like 2k yeah (laughs) Uh, gray says he wants to build a multi-level complex um a bedroom a viking a viking landlord
3: he wants to become a viking landlord
1: oh you want to be a viking landlord now you can't be a viking landlord you look too much like ron jeremy here we, go again. <laughs> we had a conversation the other day he's going to be screwing, he's going to be like why are you telling everyone I look like that guy don't look it up kids <laughs> No, uh, don't. Caesar said it's not cheating it's it's legal uh, Ruthless said nah, save and rinse exactly if I'm playing the game, it's a single player game it's not hurting anybody I will do what I want and I will enjoy it how I want
3: <laughs> That that's a good uh, mantra to have
1: Uh, Alan says, uh, I want to be a shopkeeper. I have so many spare weapons in game. Does anybody know if you can set up a shop? Because that would be good, isn't it? If you could set up a shop and then you could buy and sell stuff to people.
2: I know there's traders, so, isn't
1: there? Like a little market square and we can all have a little stall. uh, We could meet up on Sundays.
3: Isn't there like a danger of you scalping all the things and selling them off at high prices? (laughs) Buy some
1: cheese. (laughs) Uh, that would be interesting. I, I'd really like that if it had like um, a little market trader. You could uh, turn your little, build a little little door in your house, little window, and then you could just stand there. And I can like literally voice to people as they come up. Say, do you want to buy anything? It'd be well funny. I could do uh, do it if people are up for it. What's that? You're going to build something. We can see. We, we could we could have like a. A community night where everybody's like, you get two hours to build uh, or three hours to build. And it's whoever, everybody's got to vote one of the other builds. And at the end, it's whoever could build the biggest thing or the best thing. That would be pretty cool. Yeah,
2: that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I might be up for that. Because it also, it adds to the world as well. Like we could do it somewhere on top of a mountain or something. So it's like all these random statues for no reason. So when someone new comes into the server, they're just walking around. They're like, what is this? You have to
2: get an impartial judge to say, like, um, your misses or something, to come and judge everything. That's yeah, not no, impartial. no.
1: Nah, nah, that's why what you do, what you do is you get one vote, but you have to vote for someone else. So right, everybody has to vote for somebody else. So it's whoever gets the most votes, and then that way it'll be really cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we spoke enough about Valheim. If no one else has got anything else to say about Valheim, cheers for them bits Irish Guardian. I appreciate that. Um, if no one's got nothing else to say about it, I'm going to be streaming it tomorrow, 12 o'clock, midday, UK time. It'd be good to see all of you in there or opening a window just to come and have a laugh. Come in and take the mic. Feel free to have a good time. Um, and apart from that, we've got a uh, hand. Do you want to talk about your game that you've been playing? And I know you uh, spoke about this a lot, but you've got something extremely special about it. And extremely Grey's, special. Gray's literally going to wet himself indeed. as much as he's leaking the wall when indeed. you talk about this. Oh,
3: dear. Uh, <laughs> Well, anyway, apparently I'm now playing the second most popular game uh, in the community, because we had a good run, but then Valheim came and destroyed it, but that's another okay. discussion. <laughs> so, but just on that note, how's the other space game doing? What, just Star to- Citizen? Yeah, he said it.
1: Oh! <laughs> yeah, you just reminded me of something very important, actually. Yeah,
3: go, go ahead.
1: Any- is that why you was reminding me? Uh you don't know. You're talking rubbish, and you don't no, know what you're talking I about. I know
3: what it is. You posted it in our uh, chat also. So.
1: Yeah. So basically, um, Star Citizen is gonna free fly for two weeks, which means anybody who hasn't paid for the game can come in and play it for free. Um, you can pick a ship out of six ships, so you could do mining. Um, you could be a fighter jet. You can have an all rounder, and you can basically get in the game for two weeks, play the game, and if you like it, you can buy it in two weeks' time. Um, so. If anyone wants to do that, I've actually got a code which is in the star citizen room it's pinned um if you put that code in you'll actually start with five thousand pounds in the game more than normal um, and you might even get some more perks with like little ships and stuff I know they did one a little while ago where when you do it you basically get given a free motorbike ship worth something like 80 grand in game um so if anyone if anyone out there, does want to get into star citizen you do need to learn with somebody you can't just jump in the game and play it it's impossible mm-hmm. uh, you'll be there for a very long time so if anyone's interested just check out our discord go to extreme and there's a discord link now you can get into a discord just say i'm here to get into star citizen um and i'll give you the code or you can just go in the room and say look i'm gonna get in uh, we're playing on we're playing uh quite a lot of nights through the week we play star citizen or we play valheim or we play uh division two or elite dangerous there's so many games being played at the moment
3: yeah, it's,
1: yeah. it's crazy There's you know? something
3: for everyone at the moment
1: <laughs> yeah um but yeah what you was talking about um hands carry on with elite dangerous
3: well, well you know i'm playing with gray and trump most of the time and uh you know gray's making a lot of money he's being the big man a bit in the game
1: yeah, he's so, being the big explore...
3: man. yeah he tries to be wagwan big man comics yeah exploring (laughs) exploring planets selling data probably hauling slaves here and there but he doesn't really admit to it yet so (laughs) i was like i I gotta do something here it's a bit special so i took one of these tourism missions which uh, was about five thousand light years away from where we are take in mind that is about thousand to a thousand two hundred jumps
1: well you did that many jumps yeah so how long did it take you
3: uh i think about 10 hours to get there and now i'm on the way back which is another 10 hours that's in-game time i mean so that's actually a bit of a trip you've played it you know it's like a thousand jumps jump 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 and that can get quite boring after was a while
1: it, was it automated or did you have to press jump on every one of them
3: I have to press jump on every one of them
1: oh wow how so much money that's... did you make
3: when i'm back and i hope i'm getting back in one piece it would be about seven million plus about 15 to 20 million selling data so really? in total it would be about 27 million which which is good i'm I'm happy with that one but uh then yeah w- once i get there there was like trouble and gray like okay we got a black hole we got a black hole here come everybody come see it come see it oh man he
1: jumped into our room me and magic was playing and we're well into building our buildings in valheim yeah. he jumps in he's like Guys, guys, you got to come and have a look. Go and jump into Elite Dangerous room now. There's a black hole. I thought he meant like this. The way he was going on, it was like there was a real black hole outside my house, I swear. Like, it was like there's a black hole, you know, an actual black hole. He's got it in the game and he's looking at it. And then I think he put it in the, the main chat as well. Everybody look, there's a black hole. It was like radar like alerts going off everywhere. Black hole, black hole, black hole. So then we jumped in and I look at it and I said, that just looks like a bum hole. And then I just yeah. left. <laughs> the
3: funny, thing, he was said like the same thing a few seconds before that, so that, that looks actually uh, looks like. A... <laughs> so, but, but it was uh, weird. I was like trying to align the camera for a few screenshots. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I heard a lot of voices. Like, hey, who's this? Why are we all in here? So apparently, Gray got everyone in that room. Just <laughs> yeah, to he look told at them the there's a hole. real black hole. <laughs> so yeah, uh. apparently he advertised it uh, really well. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah but so that... he's,
1: he's staying in chat now but the trip was worth it so you it spent is, yeah. two days in there to see that black hole
3: i spent three days getting there uh why is it so I rare mean, i'm not saying it's rare because apparently a lot of people have been there before but it's it's the distance huh? you all know it's it's a one-on-one scale of the universe which it takes a lot of time i mean i just read an article there's actually people that uh went to the center of the of our galaxy to the, okay. the black hole in the center, and that's sixty-five thousand light years away from where we are mm. in the game. So that is about See, 50, fifteen thousand jumps. Can you imagine?
1: Yeah, but what? This is the thing that I don't get. This is what I get with Star Citizen. But I don't get Elite really Dangerous. Everybody's saying there's like Elite Dangerous is so big. There's so many planets and so many places to go and explore and that. But surely, if there's that many of them, they're just generic planets. They're all going to be the same, repeated.
3: From what I understand, and I'm not 100% sure on this, is that the world is procedurally generated.
1: Yeah, but when you and say if, procedurally generated... It... Like,
3: let's say a new zone that hasn't been discovered yet on the, on the outer rim of the galaxy, right? So it will generate something and it will stay and you can then, I guess, name the planet or whatever. But I haven't landed on enough planets yet to say that they're all the same because there's actually difference there. Um, you got Earth-like planets, you got gas giants, which you obviously can't land on and yeah. you got the rock uh the, the the rock-like planets which you can land on most of them and they all have colonies and from what i have seen the few that i have seen they're all vastly different but really it, it would impress me if every um planet was different because there's probably millions in there so that that i don't think is something that they can do so it's now a bit of a wait uh, before the new expansion comes out yeah and I hope you can get a try then too, Nick, just to see what it is and to compare it to Star Citizen.
1: Yeah, well, I've played um, Elite Dangerous.
3: Yeah, but you played it way back in the beginning and... I must be honest, if I would have played it back in the beginning...
1: No, I played it I would... about a year ago.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know that, because I, if I played in the beginning, I wouldn't... I wouldn't have played it right now. Yeah, so, so... <laughs>
1: Grace just said in the chat, like, I've been on a couple of planets and some can be the same, but many are different. But that's the thing. Now, if you show me a planet in Elite Dangerous... And then I take you with, uh, if you see my screen, not even like a stream of it, but my actual screen, and I take you on my ship and I fly through the planet and down to the, the surface and you see the graphics, I reckon in Star Citizen flying onto the planet would would be worth 50 planets in Elite Dangerous.
3: Yeah, that depends. But I'm also not going to debate that because I do still think that Star Citizen, ones that it it's finished or in a better state yeah. than it is now, it's going to be the superior game, right? Maybe not in scope and size, I mean, uh, from the server then, because Elite has the one-on-one universe, but well, what Star Citizen is trying to do is on a much grander scale. Like, yeah, see, everything going to be, be interactive.
1: There's going to be so, something like 30 different systems with, like, 20 planets or something in each or something like that. So it's not on a scale of millions, but why do you need millions? Why do you need millions of planets when... Uh, you you don't need to be traveling that far. It's just it's just a really long thing to do. Yeah,
3: uh, I, I think that depends on on how you look at uh, both games. Huh? I mean, Elite Dangerous, I think, how do I say this? Is it, I guess more based on realism or things that actually could happen. While I think that um, Star Citizen, in that respect, is more interactive, like like an actual game or a second life, or how do you say this? It? It's a simulation. Shard- yeah, so that, that's. I, what I I, think. It's
1: funny that you say that because I look at Elite Dangerous now, and I think the graphics on Elite Dangerous look a bit cartoony compared to Star Citizen. If you look at the detail on my ship on my screen, inside and out, you know, I can walk around the inside of my ship, and I can press buttons, I can put my weapons in the weapons racks, I can go in the bathroom, I can open up the fridge, I can do whatever I want in my ship. Yeah, all the doors open for me to go from waking up in star citizen to, just to get to my ship i have to get up walk out of the habitation area walk down through the shopping center then i have to get on a train i have to look at the train map to see where i want to go i have to get on the train the train takes me to the starport then i have to navigate away around the starport you know there's a whole um like a spaceship uh sales place where you can go and look at all the sh- ships and stuff like that there's all different areas and then I can go and get my ship and I have to go to the lift. I have to take the lift down to the right platform. It's all real. I have to wait for the lift, the real lift time. Once I get to that platform, I have to go and open the door of my ship. I have to walk through my ship, get in the ship. I have to get in the seat. I have to wait for the seat yeah, to align. Yeah. It's but that's like...
3: What, that's, that's what, then we're getting back to the discussion that I do think that Star Citizen, once it's finished and they accomplish what they're trying to do, mm. it's going to be the the better game of the two yeah Um, what's the most expensive ship
1: in elite dangerous sorry say again what's the most expensive ship in elite dangerous
3: Ooh, i don't know there's 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 a few that cost a few hundred millions but i don't know which ones those are so you haven't got like
1: the biggest one yet
3: oh no i'm very far away from from the biggest one i think i have the cheapest tourism ship which i think was two million or three million all right i Um... believe uh, it, it doesn't have this this large jump range because now we need to do a thousand jumps to do five thousand light years, and maybe in another ship uh, you need to do about let's say five six hundred.
1: He says a fleet carrier is five billion.
3: There we go. Wow. Jesus, man, yeah, that's yeah. Um, like really, I think even Trump doesn't have five billion. I think he has a billion. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> well, well, the <laughs> thing
1: is, in uh, what I'm waiting for Star Citizen, and I'm just going to be honest from the off. Basically, in Star Citizen, it's not in there yet, but they are going to be having, um. Uh, where you have carriers. So basically you have, um, what's the biggest ship called? I can't remember what it's called. Um, Like a mother ship. Um, uh, And basically what you can do is if you own one of these ships now, you've got to realize these ships are about £6,000 in real money. Then they're they're not, um, like you see one of them on, and this is what, this is the difference for me between Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous. So in Star Citizen, there's probably like 40 or 50 ships at the moment, yeah? Different variations. Now, if I'm flying through space and I see someone in, say, a cutie like me, I look at them and I go, oh, he's got a cutie. He's either bought it in-game uh, for about uh, 1.2 mil or he's paid about 120 quid roughly for it uh, through buying it. Now, on that game, some ships you can buy, some ships you can buy in-game. Like, so some are with real money, some are with in-game currency. Um, but then you can also... Uh, buy ships at certain points like so they'll bring out a new ship so that have a week where you can buy it um, and then it disappears so only you've got that ship they also do where they have capital ships which are like six thousand pounds they'll only sell 10 of them and they'll te- they'll sell straight away because they're so limited uh to yeah. what they are and th- the thing is you go into a fight i've never seen a capital ship um apart from in the the, the missions that they put out for the server missions but if even if i get on and someone on the server like oh i've got a karak who uh who wants to join me like on the the turrets and stuff you look and you go man that guy's grafted to get that you know he's put in <coughs> a lot of hours to get that uh, that ship and to me it's the value of the ships is what makes me intrigued to keep playing the game because it's like i can buy the ship with real money or i can buy the ship in game by gra- by grafting in game and yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. My ship I've just bought, I bought a Freelancer Max, which is a um, cargo ship. And at the point, you couldn't buy this with real money. You had to buy it in-game. And it cost me 2.2 mil. Um, And and I bought that. And and because I paid for it and I know the real value of it, I enjoy flying it because I'm like, I'm flying an expensive ship. Um, And now I'm building up to getting a Caterpillar, which can take 500 um, uh, cargo, which is much, much bigger. Uh, In real money, it costs £300
3: plus. See, it's funny you should say that, because the biggest complaint I have heard from other people, even in our own Discord, is what you said, that uh, there's real money involved. Mm, Yeah. For a lot of people, that's a turn-off. But why? I'm not saying that that degrades the game in any way, but a lot of people think that the real money aspect is a turn-off. But why, though? Yeah, Why? I can't answer that one. I can only answer from my perspective.
1: If it Maybe. was like you could only buy them with real money, then I would be like, yeah, fair enough. That's that's not good, you know? But the fact is that you could spend 40 quid getting that game, and then you could grind for three weeks, and you can buy a 120-pound ship. And the thing is, you know that that ship costs 120 pounds in real money, but you've just got it for for free.
3: That's true, but doesn't that open the door for a pay-to-win situation in the end?
1: Well, it might do, but the thing is, in that server... Not for you um, personally,
3: I mean, because... Uh, I'm it's very, not very really grateful. like
1: that, because in this game, the way it's designed is, if you die, you just respawn, um, you don't really lose anything, you don't get no permanent damage, so you just respawn, you just, it's just a time delay of when you get your ship back. So, say you've got a capital ship, um, or say say you've got like a little one-man ship, that might take three minutes, if it dies... Uh, you get three minutes before that ship gets respawned, before you're allowed to use it again. And then the the categories go up. So my ship is a medium-sized ship. So if mine blows up, it takes me 20 minutes to get my ship back. Um, I do like that system, though, so you don't really lose your investment. So so if you've got a capital ship, it's really hard to blow up. But if someone does blow it up, yeah, because the odds are in their favor because they've got such a big ship, if someone does blow that ship up, They've got like two hours or something. I don't even know what it is, but it'll be like a day or something to before they can use it again. So you, there's a sense of achievement there if you beat them. Um, hey, and gone. But you need insurance. So if you
2: don't buy the insurance, you lose your ships, right? Yeah,
1: well, at the moment, all ships come with free insurance when you buy them, um, but the insurance isn't um, actually added to the game yet. So no one knows how the insurance is going to work. When you buy a ship, it says you've got six months insurance. But from all, what I know is the insurance is just going to stay the same, you know? Um, and then it'll be in-game where you pay something like uh, money in-game and then you get a new insurance, otherwise you lose your ship. A lot of people are saying if Star Citizen decide to put it in where if you get if you don't have insurance, you lose your real money ship, um, Ooh, that then, would be bad. then that would be bad. Like people yeah. would get pissed off. Because uh, if I had a ship and insurance ran out and I didn't have it for it, and I lost like a, a grind for two weeks over it, I would be pissed off. Um, but then again, it just brings that... They, they've they got the real raw um, realism in that game. You press a button for a lift, and sometimes you think the game's broken. You're like, I'm just standing outside a lift. And you're yeah. just standing outside a lift, and then it goes bing, and the door opens. You're like, oh, it's here. But Yeah,
3: that, that is why I'm curious with the new uh, Elite expansion coming up, the Odyssey one. I would really like to compare that one to Star Citizen. I do still think that Star Citizen is going to be a much grander... Even yeah, you've got to remember,
1: Star Citizen was built to be a world. Like, this is something you're definitely not going to see in Elite Dangerous. Star Citizen, me and Ant, we're both flying spaceships, yeah, in space. Whilst we're warping together, he gets out of his seat and starts walking around his ship. I look out my window, I can look through my spaceship, into his spaceship, and I can see him walking around. He yeah, can wave at a, me. That
3: is, that, that indeed, I, I talked with Trump about that one. That is a feature I do miss in Elite Dangerous. Like, to just actually get up and walk around in your ship. Yeah, the, you in, can't. in VR it's a different story, right? So I'm not sure if Elite, uh, if um, Star Citizen has VR yet. It
1: will. It will do eventually.
3: Uh, but you you've played Elite Dangerous, so did you play it in VR? I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I played it in VR. But the thing you is, mean, what I found with
3: play- you can't really say that it's a bad game in vr i mean it's one of the better vr games in my opinion no no it's now.
1: really really good in vr i'm not disputing that um but the thing is for that game is the one thing that lets that game down if that game came out 20 years ago or whatever and you played it back then then fine but the thing is we're way past the day and age now where you fly up to a space station you land your ship and then that's it you stay in your ship and you look at a TV screen.
3: That that's where the expansion now hopefully. Yeah, kicks I in.
1: can't, I can't see how they're going to implement it where it's going to be open. Like, how much work have they done to make every ship actual a real ship? So now you get out your seat, you walk out the ship, you walk into the space station. I can't, I, I can't, I honest, can't see I that happening.
3: at any of those death diaries because I don't want it spoiled for myself. <laughs> from what <laughs> I saw,
1: enough. from what I saw, and I might be totally wrong because I didn't look for it along, uh, was that they're now having. Uh, where you can go down to space stations, you can land on them, you can get out of your ship and you can have uh, first-person shooting experiences and people can fly over and shoot you. Um, I still don't think... I think there's going to be a lot of people let down by it, personally, from what I've seen, especially I, I've if you've come from Star Citizen. i a lot of
3: questions online about it, but the devs are very vague about details, apparently. Well,
1: exactly. Well, that's what you see this day and age, isn't it? People being vague about games and then they're, yeah. they're pretty much just like, yeah, it comes out, oh, it wasn't what we wanted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah
3: there's, there's a few examples yeah, we, we can name in the last year
1: yeah but we'll <laughs> so, see we'll see what happens with that yeah. um i've got one more thing i want to talk about before we go um because we've got the the pc community section and i just want to read out all the different i can't go into too much talking about it because it's so long now um so we have division 2 clan night every tuesday at eight thirty. um basically there's new competitions being held in them clan night so if you are a division 2 player uh there's a little league going up where you have to do a mission in certain times there's lots of people going to be on so check that out every tuesday um elite dangerous is saturday at 3 p.m uk time uh there'll be a lot of people playing that they all get in they all go on missions and they all go flying across the galaxy uh and i stay in star and waving at them from my ship but they can't see me because they can't get out of the ship um
3: yeah, we, we can look to the side of the ship at least i can <laughs> <laughs>
1: um obviously we've got the new valheim community server all you need to do is go to our Discord um, and basically uh, in the Discord, you've just got to uh, go up to the Valheim room. There'll be a pin so you can get that. Um, I was meant to talk about voice attack, weren't I? I just realized it when I was talking about that. But I'll talk about it next week. I'll put it in the notes for next week. Um, and then we've got like, uh, remember the benchmark scoreboard? You need to get your scores in before two days before the end of the month. Because what me and jansen found is if it's if it's... You put your scores in on the 30. If we don't get enough time to update it and do the other rest of the magazine, we're in a rush. So you've got like two days before. Um, if you submit it, I'll put in the Discord in the room saying today is the last day for submissions or tomorrow is the last day for submissions uh, for the month. And then you'll get your scores in for the benchmark scoreboard. Um, thanks to PC Building Simulator, you can actually win on the scoreboard just by entering. There's a chance to win PC Building Simulator every month. Um, nice. And there's quite a lot of people who entered that tournament, man. Um the scoreboard for the 3D mark, uh, for the overclocking. There I think there's currently forty nine people have submitted their scores now. So it's
2: have you been bumped off yet?
1: No, nah, I'm not bumped off yet. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what though, the scoreboard has has drastically changed from last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't realise I know Ant was keeping track of it, but um it's definitely, definitely changed. Um and I believe Ant you're gonna keep like track of scores and keep track of talking to people about overclocking and stuff, yeah?
2: yeah i'm trying to keep on top of it but um yeah, welcome there's, there's, to there's, my world <laughs> <the> <laughs> conversations can go off but no it's, it's it's good fun it's the part of my, the community
3: that i enjoy like other than the gaming that i enjoy yeah yeah community. you know what's really what's really horrible my poor 39 is now like seven or eight plays uh, <laughs> I, I, i've got 38
2: i don't even know if i'm in top 10. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
3: It's funny. It's
1: funny when it brought the really um, the realization, you know, of what our computers are. When we all think we've got really good computers, yeah. You know, I'm I've got an ultra wide thirty four forty by fourteen forty, and I'm running at a hundred frames solid, and like it, my computer's at the bottom end of the scale.
3: Yeah, am I turning like dirty it or something? I
1: don't know. I, I'm something like twentieth now. I think ant's something like he's gone past top ten now. Mm. It is crazy. Um, but yeah, the one thing I did need to say um, about is Grey wants to set up a new social event. So what this is going to be is uh, it's going to be Saturday the 6th of March. Um, everyone's welcome. It's all on camera. Everyone gets on Discord on their camera. And basically, it's like a gaming night, but no games. So everybody just gets on. Um, we have a chat and a laugh, and we just mess about. Have a few beers. It's like a basically like a drinking social night, like we're at the pub. But obviously, we're not um, at the pub. We're all in our own houses. We get
3: to piss off Nick in Discord with uh, Star Citizen. Yeah, and mate. An empty room. Mate, no <laughs> one
1: pisses me off. Trust me. When it turns into, <laughs> when it turns into a drinking night, and uh, now profits back as well. Uh, me and him can get back into having our uh, drunken nights because we used to have some wicked drunken nights where we'd get onto the. Discord, and we'd start drinking all through the night, and everybody would be like, "Oh, we're trying to play games, and we're just drinking there, talking rubbish." Can it was we actually like, really funny.
3: Channel points to make you drink vodka and stuff.
1: Or? Oh yeah, we could do that. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I don't normally stream it, but I could stream it, but uh, it'd probably get too naughty for the stream. So yeah, if anybody I'll, I'll wants to get into the drinking pub night or the social event, yeah, Saturday the sixth of March, uh, in the evening, it probably starts around six or seven our time, UK time. Um, but apart from that, that brings us to the end of the podcast, guys. Nice. Hey uh mm-hmm. we've 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 missed gray, but uh he's been did in the we? chat. sorry,
3: did we miss him because andy got to talk a lot now <laughs> no, and got
1: and got to say something for once, <laughs> but I can't talk. I talk constantly as well but um, i wanna say thanks to everybody for um the support uh with the discord the community, and all the subs and everything else that everybody gives me like I really appreciate it um. And like I said, uh, I'm going to be live streaming tomorrow. I'll be streaming Valheim from 12 o'clock. be good to see you all in there. Or just open a window if you can. It always helps. Um, and if anyone's never been into my stream, just go to twitch.tv and just search Extreme PC UK uh, and I'll be live. So it'd be good to see you all in there. With that, um, I'll see you all on the next one next Thursday. We'll have Grey back by then. Um, we'd be talking about Valheim and the server and stuff like that a bit more. But apart from that, hold for the raid, everyone, because if you get in the raid, you get 500 free points to use in my stream. And apart from that, I will see you all on the next one. Cheers, boys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I